Hey, Kathy. Hey, Stacy. Are we GHing? Yes, we are. Woo! Okay, so there's still some discrepancy when the season changes. Mine, I think, said 9 through 14, season 61. Kathy said 10 through something. Something. Whatever. We're on like the third week of uh, season 61. How about that? And for spoilers, I'm going with medium spoilers. Really? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why when we get to Haps. You're up. So this is maybe a bit of a departure from our normal um, happenings. Not that there is a normal. I hold on to something. We're departing. It's like takeoff. <laughs> Friday's episode was the worst episode I've ever seen. That is my happening. I kept saying, make it stop. It was the worst. The dialogue was bad. The storylines were bad. There was just a lot of whiny pants. It was the worst episode ever. Mm -hmm. Well, there were a couple of bright things. Oh, Blaze and Christina. Mm -hmm. That was one of them. But other than that... Well, I like the fact that Trina stuck to her guns and didn't get swayed by Spencer. I was like dreading the whole scene was unnecessary and Spencer was like on drugs or drunk or he could not. He was like on double time speed. I agree. Talking and it just it didn't seem to even fit with their relationship. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree totally with that. I I mean, yeah, Trina stuck to her guns. Yes, Mm -hmm. Trina's an awesome nerd. Great. But the whole rest of the scene, complete garbage. Yeah, agreed. Everything about Friday's episode, other than Blaze and Christina, was awful. (laughs) Awful, awful, awful. That's my happening. Oh, okay. That's my happening. I told you it was a departure. That is my happening. Friday's episode sucked. All right. I feel passion. I, I, I hear it. My happening is a disagreement with what I what we were told happened. I we we are told. That Charlotte was the one that broke into Anna's room and trashed it. I do not believe that is true. I think it was Jake. (laughs) Jake was nowhere in the video. I think it's Charlotte because she had those weird cards and she was being really suspicious. Yes, I know. There's all the moody music and the the long glances and the doo-doo-doo. That makes this wanna be thinking that it's Charlotte. I don't think it is. I ref- actually I'm gonna say I refuse to believe that Charlotte would do this. Totally anti her character. If it is Charlotte, then this storyline is also stupid. Okay. Well, and here's the consequences of of this storyline. Nina is now lying to Sunny. Sonny is interested in who is wrecking the apartment or the the room because Anna has now officially asked Sonny for protection. So Nina is in direct conflict with Sonny and And, she doesn't even know it. And Valentine is obstructing justice. 
He is actively against forensics now, even though he's the one that encouraged Anna to do it. He is for sure lying to Anna, keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand why Valentina and Nina were married. And they had a lot of chemistry in this episode. And it makes me think when Nina and Sunny finally fizzle and die, are they trying? <laughs> I said that with a lot of passion. You did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want them to die? No, no, no. I mean, the their relationship. relationship. Okay. <laughs> just want to be clear. We're not trying to kill off Sunny. No. God, no. I love Sunny. Um, no, no, no. Um, I, I'm wondering if they're setting up Nina and Valentine through all of this, like in their protection of Charlotte and, you know, whatever. I'll be, I'll be reasonable. But anyways, that's my happening. I guess my happening is also part of Friday's episode. I don't really care about it, but mostly because I'm just so angry at Molly's character, but their surrogate is pregnant and she, it was so over the top weird with the way that they presented it. We just had a lot of complaints about the writing this week. Mm-hmm. Like Molly's not immediately calling TJ. Who, Which is unacceptable. Who does that? Unacceptable. And, like it's just, it is a, major storyline I guess I'm not as interested in it and now I'm having a flashback and if it's not your happening it's definitely going to be the first musing what I would have said oh okay well do you want to do it go ahead I got two that I could choose from I chose I chose she's pregnant it's fine okay but I think I mean I think it's going too smoothly so like is Andrea gonna like fight to keep the baby where is this gonna go I feel like it has to blow up because it's gone too perfect so far Andrea is the perfectest perfectest surrogate that ever lived there's so so much perfection around her that it's like suspicious this is this is my issue okay you're up do it well no pressure I'm gonna go ahead and choose and I'll leave the other one for musings again on Friday's episode uh there's a naked shower scene which, which is what we all live for. Come on, let's just all admit, when somebody gets sentenced to Pentonville, we're like, hmm, upcoming shower scene. But this time, Drew's naked, take, I'll say naked twice. Oh, that's the third time. If you were had a, a pretty best spectacular view of his back. Right? Oh my God. He is and the very people that fit. beat him up paused and appreciated it before And then they, they went back a little. It was, yeah. it was a glamour shot of, of the muscles of Drew. Yeah, he did so, like the sexy removing of the shirt as if he wasn't in prison, or if he was and trying to attract the other kind of attention. Uh huh. Well, I mean, and that's kind of, I mean, these guys could have easily, but anyways, they beat him unconscious and bloody in the shower, and Cyrus is the one that has to tell the guard that it happened, and the guard, to Stacy's point. <laughs> Doesn't have a radio, just kind of comes in and goes, oops, I'll go run out and tell somebody. Ducks his head like, oh, I'm in a prison. I don't know what to do with somebody who's been beaten. <laughs> but, I mean, it's sad. <laughs> I don't know why this is making me laugh so hard. Because it was so awkward. Well, I, I don't mean... understand. This is a maximum security prison. And people are just allowed to shower whenever they want to by themselves with no guard ever and like in what situation I I just I'm very confused to be fair maybe that's how prison works because I have not been in a maximum security prison or any prison just 
putting that out there. If um, you know, you can tell us. <laughs> no judgment. Like clearly Drew is wrongfully imprisoned right now. But oh I feel like there should be a guard. In, I, I mean, we all know that shit happens in the shower. Every movie, that's where it happens. I'm sorry. I'm inappropriate. Can we go back to the glamour shot of Drew's back? It was pretty glamorous. Whew. Um. Anyways, that's my happening. So... Uh, before we get to fashion first, we did get feedback. Listener mail. <coughs> we need oh, a thing for this. She's choked up about it. <laughs> Very happy. So I wanted to say thank you to, and also, I figured out email and I responded. So <laughs> you're, you're welcome, Natasha. <laughs> thank you, Natasha, for writing us. She gave us information on Blair. She says, Blair has been on GH before. She is Blair Manning from One Life to Live. She is Star's Michael's ex-girlfriend's mother. Which I, I remember Star. See, this is the problem. I've been watching this show since I was a kid, but my memory is going as I get older. And Todd Manning's ex-wife. And Todd Manning was played by the guy who plays Austin and who played Franco if he ever has like a if that actor is ever like well which character am i today <laughs> that Plus, i think he's things. been uh, he's also isn't he also the um actor who was like the the mother of will the father of willow and I feel like oh, in some deep well I dug, he was also the character that is the parent of Nell and Willow. Oh, well. But what do I know? I, mean, I could be totally wrong versatile. on that, but I think yes. But okay, the Roger um, person, right? Her final note here is that Blair and Carly are semi-friends, where oh. now I'm very interested to see those scenes. But anyways, thank you, Natasha. That was amazingly helpful. And if you guys want to write us and give us information or disagree with us or agree with us because Or give us right, links on fashion because we'll put it up. Yes. Please just email us. The uh, email addresses are in the show notes. Okay. Fashion first. What you got? So it's been another controversial week where Kathy and I have differing opinions, mm -hmm. but I want to put out there <laughs> that Diane's Sergeant Pepper jacket, hard pass. Yeah. Hard I pass. I mean, it's a good color for her. Hard pass. But it's not. Wasn't Burn it. <laughs> Don't even give it Burn to Goodwill. It. Nobody needs it. Recycle the fabric. Remove the buttons. Whatever. It's wow. got to go. This is now sounding very violent. Um, I have a non-fashion note that is more of an interior design note that fits here. But when Charlotte's in Nina's house in the bedroom where she's doing the weird tarot cards, that wallpaper is amazing. I loved that room. Nina's whole style is great. I want her back in her apartment with the sounds the bird song. I felt like lighting. her whole apartment looked different than it did when Ava was staying with her. Oh, well, maybe they spruced it up because I don't know, but it, it, I agree. It looked great. Yeah. Yeah. And going back, if Valentina and Nina get together, 
Valentine is homeless. The three of them could live in Nina's apartment because Charlotte loves Nina. Yes. They all deserve each other. Oh, no, I, I do like Charlotte. I mean, she's Lulu's child. Um, Scotty looked love- like a hobo. Oh, my God. Scotty. What the hell? Was he on He hasn't drugs? been on in months, and he comes back looking like a drunk hobo. It was not good. And why is Scotty the one, like, she called him her knight in tarnished armor or something? Why? Doesn't she have a boyfriend? What is happening? I don't know. So weird. All just wrong. Um, in that same scene, though, Felicia's orange shirt with the zippers on the pockets, phenomenal. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's my spirit animal. But, I mean, she that, that shirt, I just loved it. I loved the color on her, too. Sam's giant black and silver belt, hard pass. She was, you know, WWE, like she was ready to to take somebody down. She was fighting. She was she was going to take on Dr. Montague, so she was dressed for the ring. I like that they put Brooklyn in pink. I thought she pulled it off. I thought she looked great. Yes, I wrote that down. Brooklyn's pink jacket was amazing. Mm. I did not like Carly's coral jacket with the pink lining. I didn't enjoy it at all. I thought the co- the color looked good against her skin. That's the extent of my opinion on that. And we sort of disagree on Olivia's dress. I thought she looked great. Carly just, didn't uh, like it. Kathy just said it looked tight. And I took a picture of it, and it only looks tight in her chest area because she is endowed. I, it wasn't that. It was just... It's just <sighs> fitted, and she usually wears flowy. Yeah, lately she I thought does. she looks great and professional. So we I mean, disagree. She's an amazing looking woman, but that didn't do it for me. But Blaze was amazing. Perfect for her character. I loved her giant big purse. It was a phenomenal entrance and we'll get to it, but it just made all. And that's what I wish they had done with Blair. And I know we talked about it in the last episode and I won't harp on it. But like when Blaze walks in, if you didn't know who Blaze was, you got an immediate impression of Blaze. And I, I appreciated that. And I still disagree. I thought Blair's interest was good. She looked like the professional cosmetics guru that she is. <clears throat> anyway, I also hated Christina's shirt. I hated yeah. it. Yeah. I hated it. And I uh, hated Spencer's shirt. There's a lot of hate for fashion this week, which was disappointing because you well, know how I love it. On the hate train, Nina wore that shirt that I cannot stand with the white panel in the front. It's like a tuxedo shirt. Yeah, it isn't good. They need to retire that shirt. Um, But I did like Curtis's shirt with the, I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know what you would say that is, but I liked it with the outline of the, it's not piping, right? (laughs) I know you hate piping. I don't hate piping. I hate visible threads for no uh, reason. Oh, okay, okay. I don't piping think it was is okay, threads. but it's like the detail, I think, is what Kathy liked. All right. Well, anyways, that's that's my fashion. I got no more. I don't either. Musings? We want Christina and Blair to be, I mean, Christina and Blaze to be a couple. We do. They were phenomenal. They had such massive chemistry. I was very, very excited. I love and- that Blaze looked up her nurse's ball performance. Yes. And do you think that Christina's wardrobe is going to change as she develops her relationship with Blaze? Like maybe it's like a psychological thing. I don't know. They just keep, 
it's like they googled how should a lesbian look and they're putting her in it oh, oh that is a stereotype that. type i'm not here for oh. christina has never been a stereotype and why are they dressing her that way now like with the you know loose non-fitted pants and i don't know it's just she's so amazing and fix it or yeah. maybe this is where the actress wants to dress in which case i apologize but i feel they could do better for christina yeah and maybe it'll be like a gradual like awakening of her personality cuz that's really what christina is missing is oh i some... know what we forgot what Jordan's dress, the top just kept oh, gaping God. like she was going to fall out. She's the I hated it deputy immediately. mayor. Could not stand anything about her wardrobe. Beautiful, beautiful woman. I actually just... liked the skirt and vest look, but I think the vest should have been maybe a camisole. Kathy didn't like the shoes. I didn't really pay attention to them. It's okay that we disagree, but we both do agree that your boobs should not hang out as the deputy mayor. <laughs> okay sorry That's a... um sam asks willow to take an illegal picture of a toxicology report and On now first she... day back yeah and now she could be implicated in the crime but regardless we now have proof that sasha was on dextroamphetamine which is something that can make you feel psychotic when combined with other drugs i also don't think that willow could just access sasha's toxicology report i don't think that's a real thing probably not but it helps i understand this is fiction but i was like that's not how it works so now i just wonder how are they going to do this Are they going to take this evidence to Mac? And is Mac, as the police commissioner, going to investigate Dr. Montague? I don't know. What are they going to do? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little bit of a strategy for how to possibly get Drew's case redone. I don't but know. it was intertwined with a really, I okay, Robert and Diane, obviously I want them to be a couple. Like, that's a thing. They're having breakfast. Robert's giving her information. He sees Anna. He's like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I got to cut this short. Goes over to Anna, gives Anna a most phenomenal present, which is pictures. But Diane spends the entire time grumping, eating her toast, jealous of Robert and Anna, and doesn't see what Robert did, which I believe for a plot point for a romance to move forward, I would have liked her to see that. But instead, what's going to have to happen is Anna is now going to have to tell Diane that that occurred. And I think that is wrong. Show, don't tell. That's the first lesson in writing. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. I mean, it, it sort of plays on an insecurity Diane now has with Robert that he is always leaving her for an ex. He did it with Holly. 
And that was much worse. And so it's like, a, and Robert was just sort of talking to her. He seemed distracted. And then Anna shows up and his face lights up. He yeah. goes over to Anna and he's just so excited and so animated. And that's yeah. part of it too, right? Is that his reaction to Anna, he's very excited about it. But he could have just said, oh my God, because I, I got Anna a present because of what happened with her house. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. Let me have Anna come over here. Or there's no reason that he had to push her away to do it other than to cause drama. Yeah. And it it's not even sustainable drama. Like it, this is such a non thing. And I just, let's just let them get together for crying out loud. And We've Diane is such a smart woman. Like, yeah, she, yeah, exactly. It's stupid. <sighs> Agreed. I don't really have anything else. I This week was, especially Friday, as I've mentioned several times, although I did kind of like Esme's hair being wavy. I don't understand her relationship with Portia, why Portia is pushing for that. Like their whole conversation was nonsense. There were so well, many conversations that were just they totally didn't go unnecessary. I, I will say I, I have two things. <clears throat> well, three things. First is a quick thing. That whole thing with Liz not wanting Gregory to have Dr. Bronson and encouraging Finn to step in and get him a different neurologist because she feels that Dr. Bronson is treating the disease, not the patient, was interesting. And because there's this side or this parallel story with Felicia wanting to be a patient advocate... And Stella, now we're really diving more into this week, we dove more into why Stella is a patient advocate. I'm wondering what they're setting up. What are we setting up here? Who Are we getting a new character, a new neurologist, a new doctor for General Hospital? In which case, great. And how far are they going to take Gregory's disease? I mean, this is a this is a challenging thing to write into a soap. Um, so that whole thing was interesting to me. I still think Liz was, I think it's the writing. I think the idea was good, but I think the execution was awkward on all three of their parts. Yeah. Agreed. And I am so angry and I wrote it in all caps. Gregory told Tracy and he still has not told Chase. Come on. On the other side of things, I do like what's happening with Brooklyn and Eddie Main. Oh, yes. Agreed. They're, they're cute. And I like that Eddie is flirting with Olivia. Oh, my God. That hug. Oh, my God. That hug. When they hugged, when Olivia and, and, and Ned or Eddie hugged, you could tell it was like she was that was her husband and yet she had to pull back and like the grieving in her eyeballs such a good scene he didn't that even get great. to invite her to his gig oh that's right he didn't i think that's what he went because there she's for, like right? yeah but then she's like i gotta go back to work i'll talk to you later and he's like okay oh that but i thought it was great. cute he like watched her being a boss bitch and it uh it was like, yeah, I'm here for it. You know, kind of a, it was good. Agreed. I want to 
talk a little bit about the scene in Lulu's house or Maxie's house. So it was a chaotic scene because you had Felicia and Mac just going to have a quiet night. Maxie comes home late after Lucy and Scotty arrive drunkenly. And Scotty's just, as Stacy said, just terrible. He's just pure idiocy. And they're going to play a game, quote unquote, and Scotty insults James and it's like, oh, whatever. And then not really, though. He just well, said, sorry, Charlie, or whatever. It's just how he said it. Right. It's just how Scotty he said it. Scotty has zero tact. Yeah, that's what I mean. And uh, whatever. But then you've got you've got Lucy basically admitting that she got a better offer and Maxie just loses it. And then James has to once again come out and be like, you guys are making a lot of noise with this stinking game. And it it was like, it was a chaotic scene that, again, I, I think to your point earlier, the writing could have been better here because it had a lot of potential, but it was just a little bit all over the place. But the crux of it is Maxie's all alone now. She's pretty much, you know, for now, ended her friendship with Brooklyn. She's so mad at Lucy, she can't see straight. Is, what's she going to do? I don't know. And where is Spinelli? There was the whole flirting, like, there were implications that they were going to get back together. And Mm -hmm. he is nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, and my last note is that I'm extremely glad that Cody came completely clean with Sasha. I don't think there's any other secrets that he has other than the Mac thing, which is a big thing. So, you know, maybe I should take this all back. But I do like the fact that he told her everything about what he's hired by Selena to do and stuff. I feel like that level sets them in a way. That's all I got. All right. Reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts feelings information on things that we are not knowledgeable about anything like that because we love it and next week is a special episode because we won't be able to watch next week or we may be able to watch but we won't be able to really record we'll be off schedule because we're going to disney world Um, but we're gonna do a special extravaganza episode for you with our thoughts and feelings about things so you can look forward to that next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.